Welcome to Zichu Daf Simani Mamre by Ram Goldai, and today we're Zechus Baba Kama Daf Kuf Off. The ninth paragraph goes all eighteen. So the three dots are going to focus on them. When the Gemara asks the question, Yeshevach Samanim Al Zemer is the improvement of dye on the wall considered something material? O Ein Shevach Samanim Al Zemer, or is the improvement of dye on the wall not considered something material? Rashi explains the question as if Chazusam Milsihi appearance is a significant matter, making the dye still considered present. Since stolen dye must be returned, the case must be where one stole wool and dye belonging to the same person, and he dyed the wool with it and then returned the dyed wool. If Yesh Shavak Samanim al Gabitzemer, meaning the dye is still considered present, he has returned everything he stole, but if not, he must pay for the stolen dye. Since the wool's increased value would compensate for the stolen dye, the case must be where dyed wool decreased in value, and its improvement is less than the dye's value. Alternatively, he dyed a monkey with the dye, which does not increase in value. Rabin explained the case where a monkey took one person's dye and dyed another person's wool with it. If the dye is considered present, its owner can claim compensation from the wool's owner. Point number two, Rav opposed a contradiction. A mission states, Begit should beklipe orla yidalik. A garment which was dyed with the peels of orla fruit should be set afire. This proves chazusa milsihi. Appearance is considered a significant matter, and the orla is still considered present. However, another Mishnah states, Raviz dam shenibulababayis, a Raviz of blood which was absorbed in a house, habayis tame, the kalim in the house are tame through oil. Another version says they are tower, and the Gemara explains that kalim which were in the house before the absorption are tame, and kalim brought in afterwards are tahor. The Mishnah concludes, nibulabaksus, if the blood was absorbed into a garment and brought into the house, then if a Raviz would come out of the garment when washed, the house is tame. If not, the house is tower, because any fully absorbed blood, which cannot be cleaned out, is not considered present despite being visible. The Gemara explains this is a leniency applied to Raviz of Dam Tfusa the Rabban, Tfusa blood which is only matame through Ohel Rabbinically. Rashi defines this as blood which flowed out while the person was dying, and it's unknown if he was alive when it came out. And point number three, Rav opposed a contradiction. A mission states regarding dyes, Svichei Satim Vakotza, after growth of safflower and woad, which grew by itself without being planted, Yeshlen Shviz Udumehen Shviz. They possess Shemitah Sanctity, and the money paid for them possesses Shemitah Sanctity, meaning they cannot be used for business purposes. They are also subject to beer, removal by designated time. This proves that wood possesses Shemitah sanctity. However, Abraissa teaches that if one gathered leaves of cane reeds or grapevines, leaked on Lachila, if he gathered them for food for animals, they possess Shemitah sanctity. But if he gathered them Laetzim for wood, Ein Behemeshim Kedusha Shviz, they do not possess Shemitah sanctity and can be used after the time of Beor. The Gemara answers the Pasuk says Lachla to eat, teaching Bemisha Nasa Ubiuro Shavin. Shemitah sanctity applies to produce whose benefit and consumption coincide like food. This excludes wood, whose benefit, baking, is after its consumption, after the wood is reduced to coals. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks the question, Is the improvement of dye on the wool considered something material? Or is the improvement of dye on the wool not considered something material? Rashi explains the question as if, Appearance is a significant matter, making the dye still considered present. Since stolen dye must be returned, the case must be where one stole wool and dye belonging to the same person, and he dyed the wool with it and then returned the dyed wool. If Yesh Shavak Samanim al Gabitzemer, meaning the dye is still considered present, he has returned everything he stole, but if not, he must pay for the stolen dye. 
Since the wool's increased value would compensate for the stolen dye, the case must be where dyed wool decreased in value and its improvement is less than the dye's value. Alternatively, he dyed a monkey with the dye, which does not increase in value. Rabin explained the case where a monkey took one person's dye and dyed another person's wool with it. If the dye is considered present, its owner can claim compensation from the wool's owner. Point number two, Rav opposed a contradiction. A mission states, Begit should svo beklipe orla yedalek. A garment which was dyed with the peels of orla fruit should be set afire. This proves, chazusa milsihi, appearance is considered a significant matter, and the orla is still considered present. However, another mission states, Raviz dam shenivlobabayis, a raviz of blood which was absorbed in a house, habayis tame, that came in the house or tame through oil. Another version says they are tower, and the Gemara explains that killing which were in the house before the absorption are tame, and killing brought in afterwards are tahor. The Mishnah concludes, Nibblebuxus, if the blood was absorbed into a garment and brought into the house, then if a revius would come out of the garment when washed, the house is tame. If not, the house is tower, because any fully absorbed blood, which cannot be cleaned out, is not considered present despite being visible. The Gemara explains this is a leniency applied to Ravis of Dam Tvusa the Rabban, Tvusa blood which is only Matame through Ohel Rabbinically. Rashi defines this as blood which flowed out while the person was dying, and it's unknown if he was alive when it came out. And point number three, Rav opposed the contradiction. A mission states regarding dyes, Svichei Satim Vakotza, after growth of safflower and woad, which grew by itself without being planted, Yeshen Shviz Udumehen Shviz. They possess Shemitah Sanctity, and the money paid for them possesses Shemitah Sanctity, meaning they cannot be used for business purposes. They are also subject to beer, removal by designated time. This proves that wood possesses Shemitah sanctity. However, Abraissa teaches that if one gathered leaves of cane reeds or grapevines, if he gathered them for food for animals, they possess Shemitah sanctity. But if he gathered them for wood, they do not possess Shemitah sanctity and can be used after the time of Beor. The Gemara answers the Pasuk says to eat, teaching Shemitah sanctity applies to produce whose benefit and consumption coincide like food. This excludes wood whose benefit, the baking, is after its consumption, after the wood is reduced to coals. All right, so now we go to Simondov Kuf Olive, and this one was suggested to us by Kobe Melkin, who suggested that Kuf Olive is a bird caller who goes caw, caw. A bird caller who goes caw, caw. So here goes. The bird caller who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it. Had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of orla fruit set afire because chazusamilsehi, using wood which has no kedusha shviz, since its benefit is after its consumption. So once again, it's in motion. The bird caller, bird caller, that must be off kufalov, a bird caller who goes ka ka. The bird caller who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, which reminds us. The more asked the question, Yesh Shevach Samani Mahatzemer, is the improvement of dye on the wool considered something material or not? Rashi explains the question is if Chazusa Milsi, appearance, is a significant matter, making the dye still considered present. Since stolen dye must be returned, the case must be where one stole wool and dye belonging to the same person, and he dyed the wool with it and then returned the dyed wool. If Yesh Shevach Samani Mahatzemer, the dye is still considered present, he has returned everything he stole, but if not, he must pay for the stolen dye.
So the bird call who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of orla fruit set afire because Chazusa Milsihi, which reminds us it was stated in the Mishnah Begeshitzvel Baklipe Orla Yedalik, a garment which was dyed with the peels of orla fruit should be set afire. This proves Chazusa Milsi appearance is considered a significant matter and the oral is still considered present. So the bird call who blew his whistle as two birds held up a stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of orla fruit set afire because Chazusa Milsihi, using wood which has no Kedusha Shviz since its benefit is after its consumption, which reminds us, the Gemara deals with the question if wood is subject to Kedusha Shviz and answers that the Pasuk says La'achla to eat Teaching, Kedusha Shviz applies to produce whose benefit and consumption coincide, like food. This excludes wood whose benefit, the baking, is after its consumption, meaning after the wood is reduced to coals. So once again, the bird call who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of orla fruits at a fire because Chazusa Milsihi using wood which has no Kedusha Shviz, since its benefit is after its consumption. All right, so now it's time for our four blah back Chazar. Dav Tzadizayin. So the similar Dav Tzadizayin is a chess master, a chess master. So here goes. The chess master, chess master. That must be more on Dav Tzadizayin. Chess, chess. The chess master thief who stole someone's evid to polish his chess pieces and was delighted he was putter for paying for his use, which reminds us, Rav ruled, that an evid is considered like land and cannot be considered stolen. This contradicts another ruling of Rav's. One who seizes his fellow slave and did work with him is putter from paying for his use. If a slave cannot be legally stolen and remains in the master's domain, he should pay for his work, whereas, whereas if he can be stolen, he merely returns it as is. The Gemara answers that he worked not at the time of the master's work, so the master suffered no loss. So the chess master thief who stole someone's evit to polish his chess pieces and was delighted he was putter for paying for his use had a pile of coins he stole on the table, which had since become disqualified by the government that he was going to return to the victim, which reminds us, the mission on the previous stuff taught that if one stole a coin of a nistak and it cracked, he must pay its initial value. But if nipsal, it became disqualified, he may return it to the owner as is. Rav Huna interprets cracked literally, whereby the government requires it with a shenui, and nipsal means psal to malchus, the government disqualified it. Rav says that if the government disqualified it, it's tantamount to being cracked, and the gazim pays its initial value. Rather, nipsal means one province no longer accepts it as currency, but another does. So, the chess master thief who stole someone's evid to polish his chess pieces and was delighted he was putter for paying for his use had a pile of coins he stole on the table which had since become disqualified by the government that he was going to return to the victim and repaid a loan with a coin he had fixed payment on and told the lender, go and spend it in Meishan, where it's still acceptable. Which reminds us, if someone lends his friend and fixes payment on a coin and the coin became disqualified, Rav says, no he must give him a coin that passes as currency at that time of payment since he agreed to pay with currency. Shmuel says, He may pay with the original currency and tell the lender, go and spend it in Meishan, where it's still accepted. Dav Tzadiches. So the similar Dav Tzadiches relates to Schok, and we use a clown. So here goes. The clown routine. Clown? That must be more Dav Tzadiches. Schok. The clown routine featuring one clown knocking another clown's hand so that his coin fell into the clear waters of the Yamagado, which reminds us, Rabbi said, Hazork Yamagado Pater, one who throws his fellow's coin into the Mediterranean Sea is exempt from paying because it can be retrieved. Rush explains that although the owner has to pay divers to retrieve it, that damage is indirect. It's grama. 
This is only if the water is clear where the coin is visible, but if it was thrown into murky waters, he's liable because it's considered lost. So the clown routine featuring one clown knocking another clown's hand so that his coin fell into the clear waters of the Yamagado, followed by the second clown taking revenge and burning the first clown's star and laughing that he only burned a mere paper of his, which reminds us, Rabbi said, One who burns his fellow's loan document is Pater. Although the lender cannot collect his loan, the one who burned the star can say, I burned a mere paper of yours and did not directly damage the loan, but destroyed his proof. Even Rabbi Shimon who holds something that causes a benefit of money is like money only holds its way with something that is inherently money, such as an animal, which became hectic, or chametz, which became after Pesach, but would agree that a star, which has no inherent value, is not considered money. So the clown routine featuring one clown knocking another clown's hand so that his coin fell into the clear waters of the Yamagado, followed by the second clown taking revenge and burning the first clown's star and laughing that he only burned a mere paper of his, concluded with a third clown pretending to be a carpenter who broke the box he made for the first one, saying, Uman Kona, which reminds us, if one gave a carpenter wood to make a box, and after making it, he broke it, he's exempt from paying the value of the finished product. The more explains Uman Kona, a craftsman acquires the improvement to a Kli resulting from his work, and ordinarily sells that share to the owner when it's complete. Therefore, when it breaks, the owner's loss is only the original wood he owned, not the increased value. Dav Tzadi Tess. The similar Dav Tzadi Tess is a cheetah. So here goes. The craftsman who is still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots. Cheetah. That must be more Dav Tzadi Tess. Cheetah. The craftsman who is still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots on the garment. He returned to the customer, which, which reminds us, the Gemara seeks to disprove that a craftsman acquires utensils improvement from a price of discussing prohibition of delaying a laborer's wages overnight. If a craftsman completed work on a cloak given to him and informed the owner but did not return the cloak, the owner does not transgress the prohibition even ten days later. However, if he returned the cloak midday, as soon as the sun sets on him, he transgresses Baltalin, the prohibition of a laborer's wages shall not remain overnight with you, because the wages are owed as soon as the cloak is returned. The Gemara answers that he was hired to stamp on the cloth, a ma for each stamping, meaning he's paid for his acts and not the cloth's improvement, so he does not acquire it. So the craftsman was still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots on the garment. He returned to the customer, was approached by a wealthy woman who gave him some gold and told him to make a gold ring with a cheetah on it, and she'll become married to him, which reminds the more suggests that the question of Umen Konech B'Shevach Kli is a Malkogos A woman handed gold to a craftsman and said, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with it, and in return I'll become married to you. Ramirez says she's married as soon as he makes him and gives him to her, but the Chamusei, as the Gemara explains, that he must give her other money, but this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. The Gemara assumes everyone holds that wages become owed from the beginning of the work until the end, and that Kedushin made with a loan is ineffective. Since each Pruta's worth of work would become owed to the labor as it's done, accumulating debts to the craftsman giving her the finished product would not affect Kedushin. So the craftsman was still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots on the garment. He returned to the customer, was approached by a wealthy woman who gave him some gold and told him to make a gold ring with a cheetah on it, and should become married to him. After she decided not to marry the expert shochet, who improperly shechted an animal, rendering it 
unavailable. Which reminds us, Shmuel said, Tabach Umeshekilkel, an expert shochet, who was given an animal to shech, and he ruined it by shechting it improperly, rendering it unavailable. He's chayv to pay the owner. He's a damager and he's negligent. It's like the owner said to him, shech from me here, the tracheal esophagus, and he shechted him from a different place. The second phrase adds that even if he shechted it for free, he's still chayv for his negligence. Daf Kuf. So the similar Daf Kuf is a kof, a monkey. So here goes. The circus monkey. Monkey. That must more in Daf Kuf. Kof. The circus monkey standing under Elifnima sure is a din sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, which reminds us, the previous stuff relates an incident in which a woman showed a dinner to Rebichia, who told the coin was good, and she accepted it based on his judgment. She returned the next day and said that she was told it was a bad coin and could not use it as currency. Rebichia told Rav to exchange it for her and to write into his ledger, Din Asik Bish, this is a bad occupation, meaning taking losses needlessly for advice he should not give. The Gemara wonders why Rabbi Chi was liable since he was a great enough expert to be exempt. And it answers, He went beyond the letter of the law in compensating her, for he was indeed exempt. So the circus monkey standing under a Lifnim Meshuras Adin sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, saw another monkey wearing a Din Garmi cap swinging towards him, holding paper that said, You are chayav to pay, which reminds us, Reish Lakish showed the Adin to Rebbe Lazar, who told him it was a good coin. Reish Lakish told him he was relying on him and explained that if it were found to be bad, Rebbe would be responsible to exchange it. This is because Reish Lakish rules like Reb Meir, doing Din Garmi, who judges the law of Garmi obligating payment for certain cases of indirectly causing damage. So the circus monkey standing under a Lifnim Meshuras Adin sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, saw another monkey wearing a Din Garmi cap swinging towards him, holding a paper that said, You are chayev to pay, and flying over a third monkey dying wool black that was meant to be dyed. Red, which reminds us that the next mission states that if one gave a dire wool to dye red for him, and he dyed it black, or the reverse, Rabbi Meir says, no similar to made samro, he pays him the wool's original value, because Rabbi Meir considers his deviation from his instructions as stealing the wool, so he acquires it with his shinui of coloring. But Yuda disagrees and says he pays either the dyer's expenses or the wool's improvement, whichever is less. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which that when a buyer who makes improvements in a stolen article also receives a share in the article? That's on Duff. Tzadivav. Good. Number 2. Which stuff do we have no clue regarding what a dyer must pay if he dyes a garment black when he was supposed to dye it red? That's on Duff. Kuf. Good. Number 3. Which that when the one who burns his fellow star is putter? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff do we discuss if Yesh Shevach Samanimad Semer? Is the improvement of a dye on the wall considered something material? That's on Duff. Kufal. Good number five. Which stuff do we want to pays cash to his brother for his share in the improvements they made to their father's estate before dividing it? That's on Duff. Tzadihe. Good number six. Which stuff do we want a garment which was dyed with Klipe Orla should be set afire, proving Chazus and Milsihi? Appearance is considered a significant matter. That's on Duff. Kufov. Good number seven. Which of the one wood does not have Kedusha Shvi since its benefit and consumption do not coincide like food? That's on Duff. Kufov. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn? Uman Kona Kli. A craftsman acquires the improvement to a Kali resulting from his work. That's on Duff. Tzadiches. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn? holds of Din Garmi obligating payment in certain cases of indirect damage. That's on Duff. 
Kuf. Good. Number 10. Wish something when if someone lends his friend and fixes payment on a coin and the coin becomes disqualified. Shmuel says you can say go spend it in Meishon where it's still accepted. That's on top. Tzadi Zayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhoff from Zuchu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.